Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Priceless Podcast News. Today, we have Judith Jerfesh from Hungary, Budapest, and she is with me. Well, depending on what video you watch the first time or the second time. So I have her for two parts. Uh, you can see also the interview with her personal story. And now we are talking about the situation in Hungary. And I wanted to hear because there are some things happening. Well, not just in Hungary, but uh, we already heard the stories of Poland and what is happening there. But uh, today I'm talking to Judith about Hungary and what news are there and how it is for LGBT people to live in that country. So hello, Judith, and welcome to the Priceless Podcast. Hello. Um, well, first, maybe we could start with a short introduction by you telling us how is it being LGBT in Hungary today? Uh, in the 21st century, 2020, uh, it's the Corona crisis all over the world. So uh, maybe also if you see that something is affecting the LGBT um, population uh, because of that, you can also mention that. Yeah, so it's not easy. Yeah, in fact, it's very difficult. And uh, it's also related to COVID in a way that um, now it's uh, the second time for for a state of emergency mm. and uh, for the Hungarian government if it's a state of emergency they can make uh, easily regulations and laws mm. <laughs> that make our lives so the life of LGBTQ community more difficult so mm. already in May um, they um, banned the legal re recognition of our transgender citizens by passing mm. a bill that changes sex category in official documents like birth certificate to sex at birth, which can never be changed. So mm. this was during the first lockdown, the first state of emergency. And then, um, of course, Pride... Uh, which is usually at the first weekend of July in Hungary, but this week because um, of the virus, um, it was postponed to August and mm. uh, there wasn't any March, but um, there was a week of events and discussions. Mm. And uh, so that time is also when the climate is not the best. <laughs> the mm. emotional or mm, in general the emotional climate is not so good for lgbtq people so um that was true again this pride year and it was the second time when these discussions um which happened not online but uh, they could be held mm, in real life mm. so um it was the second time that mosaic event um, got um, attacked by by people anti-lgbtq people and that was not a good experience um, for me so that was also difficult and uh, now it's the second state of emergency and again um, there are 
amendments, proposals for constitutional amendments, which also affects LGBTQ people. So in general, I would say it's uh, it's not a good climate to exist in. But as you said, it's like a tendency. So um, I think what could really help is that if we find each other and if we become allies, because we're dealing with a similar um very difficult problems like in the name of religion and the name of Christianity and protection which is seemingly like protection protecting children for LGBTQ from LGBTQ ideology mm. or gender lobby um, but in reality it's it's making everyone feel unsafe and it's not protecting everyone just certain people so it's mm. not christianity at all but that's the disguise <laughs> mm, mm. so what does this mean for the lgbt community like can you lead us through the dangers and yeah what is just happening around them and what is affecting of course there are all these laws but what is happening to the lgbt people what is making them scared most well it's for as a personal experience when uh when i was um there like protecting um, the mosaic open event from these attackers like mm. standing there physically at the entrance of the event with other mosaic members it was like really like a stream of um, psychological terror or verbal abuse so just standing there and i mean we knew it, the best um, thing was not to react to it and uh, we didn't react but it was still terrible to to hear these things and and they were really violent and it was like really a program these people enjoyed doing instead of doing something else with their families mm. like they they really put energy into this and for us at mosaic it, it was really bad because we knew probably this was going to happen because if um so because we are christian um it's a buzzword for them to attack and saying you cannot be christian and lgbtq um at the same time so it was like putting a lot of energy and very like draining us i think and especially one member who whose role was um, at this event to decide who to let in and who mm. not to let in and for this <laughs> you need, I mean it's really difficult like it's very difficult like we are really open and it's really difficult to say okay you cannot come in and mm. that's also what they they um, told us like oh you're open and you're not letting me in and like this this is very stressful for our member to to have this role of deciding who can come in and who cannot. And um, I mean, these people who are attacking are really tricky. Like for one of them was wearing like a rainbow mask. Mm. And and we had no idea that after it turned out like uh, he was one of, one of the 
people who belong to this gang of attackers. Mm. So, so it's really draining our energy. Like we have to put energy to protect ourselves. So I would say, yeah, it's, it's not good listening to these kind of things, even if it happens online or not online, but Mm. yeah. So how were things before the Corona crisis? Uh, things before, hmm, <laughs> BC. <laughs> I can't even remember. BC, yeah, BCC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hmm. Yeah, actually, they weren't good as well. I mean, for example, there was already this um, rule that um, you can, concerning the laws and regulations, you can only adopt as a single person. You cannot mm. adopt children um, if you are in a registered partnership. Um, so it was, it was not, not a good climate back then as well, but I think these are these campaigns that the government builds up and then it was the migrant campaign and then they were called the enemy and now it's the LGBTQ campaign. Mm. Mm. So from what I hear it is it has gotten worse since yes, since yes. May. Mm. Yes, yes, it has. Mm. It has. Is there anything that gives you hope that's happening and gives you hope within this that crisis? We are not alone. We are not alone. And like it's a tendency in the world, these things that are happening, like in the name of religion, in the name of Christianity, in the name of protecting, this happens everywhere else and also like there was this international documentary um festival in in hungary which was also online now but i watched um several documentaries there and really they are very similar things happening so in the philippines um there was this documentary about the president now and <laughs> he's also very terrible like in Hungary, Viktor Orban. Mm. So, so what gives me hope, or when I listen to, or I watch the documentary about Nelson Mandela, is like, or, or this documentary about Mar Maria Ressa in the Philippines, who was uh, fighting for the press freedom. Um, it really gives me hope that we shouldn't give up and we mm. should fight. And continue fighting against against all these things. <laughs> mm, mm. It gives you hope that there is the change is possible, yes. like changes happened in other countries. Yes, or changes begun begin small by uh, people speaking up, and maybe mm, just two people having a dialogue. It can change. Uh, our views so we can change each other and it's changes coming in very small steps mm. and 
even uh, the awareness helps me that sometimes we're going backwards and if I know that this will happen that probably we achieve something but then in another area we lose something or we go two steps backward this also helps me like mm. to be aware that changes is not always happening <laughs> mm. Mm. so there are always people out there in other countries uh, especially those who are lgbt and wondering Oh my, I see what's happening in Hungary. I see what's happening in Poland. Do you see anything what they can do? Because sometimes people look at these situations and they want to do something, but they don't really know what to do. Is there anything they can do? What would you tell them? I would say that... Um, so now... Um, To go outside is very limited or to meet with our friends, yes, it's limited. But still online, if you speak up and just start to to comment some things that are happening, it helps a lot. I mean, what I also realized is that it's so easy to become insensitive or comfortably numb <laughs> as the song uh, by Pink Floyd says because so many things are happening you just need to protect yourself and after a while you just it's so easy to become insensitive so to speak up just online as well to have conversations about things either with your family or or anyone around you is it just helps mm. Yeah, is there anything else you would like to add about talking about Hungary and Hungary and LGBT people? Is there anything else you would like the people to know? Um, well, that we are in this together. <laughs> mm -hmm. And and uh We will, we will, or we found each other, and just be open as much as you can in your situation, and and it will be fine, or it will get better. <laughs> mm. So uh, thank you so much for this message. Thank you for sharing about what is going on in Hungary. Um, I find it always more helpful to hear from someone who is local, who knows what's happening and who is not just knowing, but also experiencing what's happening and how these changes are affecting the lives of LGBTIQ plus people. Thank you so much, Judith, to all you listeners and viewers. Uh, if you have friends in Hungary, reach out, uh, just listen to them, give them a shoulder and say that you're here for them if you're willing to do that. I think that most of the time that's the best thing we can do. And uh, of course, if you're uh, a person of faith, uh, you can always say a prayer for your friends in in those countries where lgbt uh, is not so easy i mean to be lgbt 
Thank you all for being with us. Thank you, Judith, once again for joining me for this conversation. Uh, we'll record something new soon. And until then, I'm telling you bye. Thank you for being here. Oh yeah, I almost forgot to tell you the links are below. Also, there is a possibility if you want to support this podcast to that we could keep on going, please do so. And uh, yeah, tell others about us, subscribe, like, whatever you want to do. We're online and we'll be back soon. Until then, bye.